Hello, 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 hello. And welcome back, everyone, to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Don't forget to check out all my stuff, my contents on the Twitter, on the grams, at RMK Madness. Thank you very much. Yes, I know the content's been a little low lately, starting this new job. It's been crazy. I'm rather enjoying the new job. Before we get into that, I hope you've all been well. I really, I hope you enjoyed your weekend. I had a very, very good weekend myself. But as I was saying, I'm really enjoying the new job. It really is. You know, it's nice being out of the restaurant industry, into the cannabis industry. Obviously, I like me some cannabis. You all know this. And it's, it's, it's great to be in there. It's great to see how it all works. It's great to be learning. I do what I always do. And I go in there and I soak up shit like a sponge because I want to know. I want to know how this all works. I want the knowledge. And, you know, it, when I was in treatment uh, back, well, my last treatment center, I should say, since uh, if any of you listen to my addiction story podcast, you heard a lot about my my story of, of battling alcoholism and whatnot, and uh, several attempts at treatment before finally figuring it out. But the last one I went to, there was some good people there who really got some stuff in my head um, pertaining to alcoholism, but, but also life in general. And, you know, really, one of the things is just kind of like, if you're not learning, what are you doing? Like, like you don't know everything. And if you knew everything, what would be the point? Like, you know, a big part of life is continuing to learn, continuing to better yourself, right? And I'm all about that. I'm all about attacking my flaws, trying to better myself as a person and gain knowledge because I like knowledge. I like learning and I like to have the information, you know, I like to be able to know what the fuck I'm talking about if I'm talking about something, right? So you got to get into, into it, you know, I just, knowledge. It's a wonderful thing. And so just like any little thing, I'm, the, I'm, I'm down for gaining knowledge. And, and part of it is, it is, is, hey, this is what I normally do. I roll in and soak it up like a sponge, like I said. But there's also the aspect of, hey, my wife and I, we grow ourselves, right? So I'm trying to learn all the tips and tricks of the trade because, hey, at the end of the day, if none of this shit works out with me, if, if I don't, you know, do anything with my stand-up or these podcasts or my fantasy football writing or my novel writing, if my music, if nothing comes from any of the creative shit that I have got going, then, you know, there's always the possibility of me and the wife just opening up a nice little mom and pop, or, you know, wheat shop, nice little dispensary, just the, the aliens in Wonderland or something like that. You know, be nice, be nice. And uh, so gaining knowledge for that as well, but I'm definitely enjoying the new job. And speaking of our plants and us growing, it's nearly time. They've begun to bud. Oh, they're looking beautiful. And for anybody new, it's okay. I live in Colorado. I'm a mile high guy, okay? So I'm allowed to grow some fucking plants, okay? And I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to get real good at it. Apologies. Had to relight the J. But anyway, 
we move on. What else did I do this weekend? Did y'all watch the playoffs? I was watching the playoffs. Hockey was a little hard to watch. In case you didn't know, the Colorado Avalanche got beat. Broke my fucking heart. I really thought there. Sh- I really, really thought they were gonna have this shit this year. I really did. I thought it was theirs for the taking. Doesn't work out that way. That's okay. Fine. Fine. God damn avalanche. And really, all all the teams I was kind of really the only team left that I even kind of like is the Islanders. So I guess go New York Islanders, which is fun because. Uh, I don't know if anybody listens to the Dan Levitard show with the Stugats, and uh, I'm a big fan, been listening for years, but he is an Islanders fan, right? So Stugats, I should say, Stugats, he, as in Stugats. <laughs> Stugats is an Islanders fan, and so I, I've always, like, I'm not going to lie, I get a little soft spot in my teams that wear, like, orange, purple, those are some of my favorite colors, <laughs> and I'm a diehard sports guy, but if my teams are out and there's not any other teams I like, I might go with the team with a cool uniform, or I might go with a team that's got one or two players I really like, or maybe I like their coach, or who knows? Once my teams are out, I don't care that much. I just want to see good games, really. But I think I'm pulling for the Islanders, for Stu Gatz's Islanders, in in, uh, the, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, the rest of that, down to four teams, Islanders versus the Lightning, speaking of the Island, and they took game one, so they're up one nothing, and then you got on the other side, the Knights, who beat my stupid avalanche, and they're going up against the Montreal Canadiens. So we're going to see. I think it's going to be a good Final Four. I think it's going to be a good Final Four there. And sorry, if you're not into the sports stuff, just fast forward a few minutes. I'm nearly done. But since I mentioned Stu Gatz, I did want to say, you know, as a fan of the show, I've been obviously following. And recently, um, you know, they split from ESPN when not. I mean, not super recent, but not too long ago. And so this past Friday, they did this 24-hour free dumb, D-U-M-E, B, see, dumb, free dumb, (laughs) (laughs) D-U-M-E, D-U-M-D, B, D, see, okay, we're going to stop, is it, before I fuck it up anymore. So they had the Freedom Marathon, and it was a blast. You know, they had different like celebrities athletes they had people from all over the place jim rome was on i ain't seen that motherfucker and i don't know how long it's been a long damn time pat riley former player former coach now miami heat leader you should say you could say pat riley looked all sorts of high looked all sorts of high during his time on there Mike Schur might be familiar with that name, involved in a lot of hit TV shows. Uh, Brooklyn Nina, that one, that one's probably my favorite that he did. That, that one, when it, now I haven't seen a ton of it. Wife and I really just watched the first season, but man, that shit had me in tears. So I need to, I may need to get back to watching that. That was not a bad show. So he was on there, and Stu Gotts does these weak weekend observations and so this guy mike sure mr sure did a marathon observations same style and everything it was just a blast i did some of you listening are gonna be like what the fuck is he talking about just it it, it it's a show 
It's supposed to be a sports show, a spoof of a sports show, basically. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff to it. So if you're even a mild sports fan, tune in. Because, yeah, they talk sports, but they have a lot of fun. They talk a lot of not sports. They do stupid shit. It's just my style, you know? Not all that dissimilar from, you know, I mean, obviously, they're heavily sports oriented. But, you know, it's more of a spoof. Very th- So anyway, I advise it if that sounds like something you get into. Because it's, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but enough about that. We move on to the NHL. The, I'm sorry, the NBA playoffs. And in that one, we got some good matchups going. Although, although the goddamn Denver Nuggets are out, swept by the Phoenix Suns. The Nuggets star, Nikola Jokic, he won the MVP and just got blasted out of the second round of the playoffs. What the fuck is going on? Like, I knew the Nuggets weren't going to win it all this year. They're missing another star player. He's gone. So I knew they were in some trouble. But damn, swept out in the second round. Whew, that's pretty bad. So Phoenix will take on the winner of the Utah Jazz and the LA Clippers series, while you got a, a tied series between the Nets and the Bucks over in the East. And um, you got Philly up two to one on the Atlanta Hawks. So you got some good ones. There's a good chance you're going to see the 76ers versus either the Nets or the Bucks, And that should be a good Eastern Conference finals. And then Phoenix versus whoever. And I got to say, probably going to root for Phoenix. It's another orange team. It used to be my brother's favorite team when he was watching. The, I mean, that, if he was to get back into basketball, you know, Mr. Taco Cat, who was on uh, last episode. Mr. Taco Cat used to be a huge Suns fan, and then he kind of fell out of watching basketball. So I imagine if he got back into it, he'd probably be a Suns fan. So maybe not ex-Suns fan, still a Suns fan. just doesn't care that much anymore. Anyway, any shway, because of him and because of the fact that, man, I love me some Chris Paul. And dude's been doing it a long time, and he, he just never gets very far in the playoffs. Uh, uh, even when he's on teams that seem like they are right there to contend for the championship, he'll get hurt or something. It's, it's just bad luck. Bad teams can never get far. And here they are, Western Conference Finals. So I'm kind of rooting for them to go all the way. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm bummed my teams are out. But on the other hand, the good thing about when your teams, when you're a diehard sports fan, when your team is a, in the playoffs and they are then eliminated, you kind of just get to chill and enjoy the rest of the playoffs. You're not, it's hard to enjoy the playoffs when your team's in it. Cause you just think about how your team's doing and what's going to happen with them. And if they win, who they're going to play next. And it's a lot more enjoyable. Well, relaxing. I should say it's more enjoyable. If your team goes all the fucking way, wins the whole thing, you know, but enough about sports, enough about sports, but I had to bring that up because they, 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 the playoffs are nearing an end and they have been a lot of fun. So yeah. Yeah. But other than that, uh, not a lot going on. Oh, we're preparing for my son Draven's birthday. He's about to turn seven here in a couple of days and uh, excited for that. He's going to have a, a, a nerf, nerf gun, nerf blaster celebration. He's got a couple of new blasters. I'm trying to be quiet so that no one, so that children's or prying ears may not hear me. But he's got a couple of blasters. We got him some some Legos, of course. The kids love their Legos. You got to have some of that. Some Legos. And then this like uh, connects, like uh, 
it's it's a Pac-Man, almost looks like a roller coaster, but it's like a more like a marble set maybe, but it, it but it's like, it, it's crazy. I'll just put it that way, but it's very cool because uh, he loves him some Pac-Man and he's got some other Minecraft stuff coming. So hey, we're excited. He's going to have a good day and uh, we're going to have fun. Might take off work a little bit early that day and uh, enjoy the afternoon with the fam and a little bit of a birthday action for Mr. Draven. And uh, it's a bummer, you know, wasn't in school this past year. So not really knowing anybody to invite to the party and in even now, eh, we'll probably hold off on that shit for a little bit longer with the variants and everything and not everybody getting vaccinated. Because, hey, CDC said if you're a high risk, if you're immune compromised in any way, even vaccinated, you should still play it pretty safe, masks and whatnot. And uh, at least that was the last I read. Maybe it's been changed, updated something, but, it, you know. I think for the time being, uh, but we're just going to continue to play it safe, you know, and, I, and I'm good with that. It's shit. I kind of miss some of uh, some of what was going on in 2020 anyway. I did not all the, the horrible shit, obviously, but there are some things that, that I miss. I didn't. I, some people, you know, uh, not so fond of being quarantined, you know, locked down. And and uh, I did not mind it one fucking bit. Some people, you know, you got the one side that are like, yeah, quit being lazy, fucking work and, you know, unemployment and you're just trying to fucking be, and, you know, you even got politicians like, yeah, we keep giving them unemployment. They're never going to go back to work, blah, 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 blah. How about we wait till everybody vaccinated and be like, we're trying to open shit up already. Not like, I get it. It's about that time, but it still feels like things are moving a little too quick and it just feels like it could potentially backfire. <laughs> but let's hope it doesn't. But, you know, some people really did not enjoy having to be locked up. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I, 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 I didn't mind it at all. Didn't mind it at all. It gave me more time, you know, to hang out with my wife and stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second because I got a little something about marriage and lockdown. But speaking of my wife, first of all, uh, we have a friend does a little mushroom growing. And so we were hooked up with some of mushrooms. Yes, we're good friends. So we got a freebie. <laughs> and uh, my wife and I, we like to microdose. If you don't know anything about microdosing, it's basically... You get the mushrooms, you crush them up, put them in these you can buy, uh, like empty pill capsules, and you put them in the pill capsules. And then depending on your size, weight, things like that, you take so much every couple of days, right? So every, I think it's three days, once every three days, you take a dose. And then you keep doing it and doing it, and over time, it just... It helps with depression. It, it, it can help with a lot of stuff. And I know it's been a while because we haven't had any shroomies for a while. And when we were, you know, in supply of shrooms often, we were microdosing. And I feel like it was, I, I felt like I, I thought clearer that, I, you know, I have days where I get down. Um, 
and it, and or my anxiety comes at me real hard and it's like all that shit seemed way less when I was microdosing so I wanted to get back into microdosing but also the wife's never really had a trip so we were like hey we should eat some fucking shroomies now we didn't go full blown out trip uh you know the wife wanted to take it easy, be careful her first time, very understandable. And uh, let's face it, we're no longer spring chickens, okay? <laughs> Wait, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be turning, what, 39 here in a few months? I know I don't look it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I agree. But I, I, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's just, <laughs> I can't handle shit the way, and I'm in, I'm in solid shape. You know, I do some some fucking karate and some kung fu stuff. I, I do suicides outside the back. Like, I'm not like completely out of shape, but that's got nothing to do with that. Like, <laughs> oh, I was, I, let's just say I was down to go chill because I'm tripped in a while myself. So, so we ate about half of what you normally do, maybe a little, little over maybe. And, uh, and 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 felt some of the effects, you know, not a uh, not a ton visual, but definitely felt some stuffs. Felt pretty fucking good. So had had ourselves a nice mild trip, right? Nothing too crazy, because um, I've had some good trips. I've had trips where I've been outside hanging out in a baseball diamond by myself, and the grass was red, not green, and I was like, "This is fucking great." And then bats were all up in the sky, and I was like, "I'm gonna get the fuck out of here." And I went for a walk through the neighborhood, and it was like I felt like I was walking through fucking Roger Rabbit because everything everywhere was just like the stop sign looked like a cartoon the houses like a birds or the, but then the sidewalk is it no the sidewalk's cool and the street and that car right there oh shit oh but the stoplights they look like a cartoon so like it was just nuts it was good times <laughs> it was good times but uh so nothing crazy like that very mild trip but it, it was fun it just really was kind of like being extra super stoned awesome weed right so it was a good time. It was a good time. We we hung out outside and luckily here it was a bit of a rainy day. So lots of clouds and just watching the sun go down behind the clouds and the changing of the color. It was very, you know, stimulating visually, even though we weren't having a lot of visual effects from the mushroom. It just it. Yeah, it just hits you. If you've done shrooms, you probably know what I'm talking about. But and then we came back uh, inside and uh, rolled some J's and we sat and smoked some weed and watched some ridiculousness. That's fucking right. And uh, and uh, I kind of wanted to watch some Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I was in the mood for some cartoons, but uh, the wife was not feeling the Aqua Teen. She rarely feels in the mood <laughs> for Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, as a matter of fact, most people I know are rarely in the mood for Aqua Teen Hunger Force. But me, I'm a huge fan of Aqua Teen Hunger Force and really of most stuff that's on Adult Adult Swim. So, but uh, yeah, did ridiculousness. That was a fucking blast. Um, yeah, it was good times. Good times. Very good times. Just, a, a, you know, a nice, relaxing, enjoyable few hours with the wife. And uh, it was great. And, it, it, you know, that leads me to what I had previously mentioned was, it, you know, these situations that that happen, you know, where couples are having to be locked down together, spend more time together. And that, in effect, 
made the relationship worse. Uh, you know, you're seeing divorces because of this and all sorts of things. And I, I just, uh, I get two things from that. One, I find myself lucky to have such a kick-ass wife. And she would say, she's very lucky to have me as a husband. And I would say, really, it's a perfect match. We're really great for, for each other in many ways. Um, you know, we have a lot of similarities, but we also have the differences so that we have our own time. There are certain things I'm not great at, and she is. And it seems like we're pretty well-rounded as a couple because there's some areas where I struggle that she's strong at and areas where she struggles I'm strong at. So it, it, it works very well for us. And we have a great time together. We love spending time together. It, part of it is we're best friends, you know? We actually like fucking being around each other. We enjoy, you know? And... And I think sometimes it's just, uh, oh, that's just the wife. That's just the husband. And it, it, it more the, the roles that the, I don't know, it's, it's weird. But there's been a lot of situations that ended because of COVID and the lockdown. And you got to figure that there was probably problems before. You know, you think a strong couple is probably going to overcome that. I don't know. Can't speak for every situation. I just wonder how it got so difficult for, I mean, even without the COVID year, there, there's quite a few divorces. It's so fucking common. And you wonder why. I mean, it's not, it, it, this is a choice. You have a decision on who you marry. If you're with someone and they propose, And you don't want to fucking marry him, say no. If you're with someone and they're expecting you to propose and you don't want to, break it off. I just, it's not, it's a decision. It's a choice. This is not the fucking NFL draft where you just get fucking picked and have to go to the fucking, it's, it, it, it's not like, hey, here's Emily Monroe coming to the stage from Wisconsin. Yes, that's right. She loves to bake and watch Law and Order. And here with the 17 pick in the marriage draft, she selects Tommy Hitchens from Southern California. He likes the beach and to go surfing. That's right. That's right. And then they show Tommy and he's in the in, in his chair and he's just like because <laughs> he's like, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with Emily Monroe. Uh, they could make a reality show out of that that'd be pretty fucking fun <laughs> oh shit they actually could i really they, they make a make a show out of that. that would be fucking hilarious the best if that was a reality show the best would be big black gal right big mama type those those women, man, I love those women. <laughs> I really do. They are some of my favorite people. The big mama types. They're just so, they're so fun, man. I, I, and you know me, I'm about fun. I don't give a fuck what you look like, the color, or anything like that. We're going to have a good time or what? Don't be a dick and we should probably have a good time. Man, I love me some big <laughs> I really do. They're funny as shit. So, you get one of these and they decide, okay, we're going to draft this little racist prick out of West Virginia, right? Right? And everybody's shocked like, what the fuck is Bertha doing? She she 
this black woman just took this racist son. This what is she do? And the only thing is, they she must see some talent in him and think she can fix him. You know, turn it around. She must think that. Everybody's shocked. And then immediately early on in the season, this motherfucker, this little racist prick, he hits the IR immediately. Why? Because Big Mama Bertha blasted the shit out of him, and he's on IR, and he's on, and. Everybody thinks this was the craziest fucking pick. This is the stupidest shit. And they see all these other couples from the draft doing well. But then over time, these couples start to have issues. And one by one, they start to fall apart. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Bertha has done beat the fucking racism right out of the little prick. We'll call him Chad. Right out of Chad. beat the racism right out of him and he then fell in love with her that's a beautiful fucking story you know but it's not like the nfl draft it's not like the nfl draft you have a choice i I would say scout better right you know i i'm not trying to act like i'm perfect or anything but I, i i got married later in life than you know quite a few people and like, like first marriage, <laughs> some people get married, you know, I guess 30 something. Wow. Yeah, I guess it wasn't too bad, but still, still wasn't getting mar- married in my 20s, you know, early in my 20s, anything like that. And I just think, you know, some just get so quick, quick to rush into it. And there's also trickery at play. You got to imagine there's plenty of like, ah, this is such a great person. And then two months into marriage, they totally change. And it's like, what the fuck happened? So you never know. And this isn't a a sex thing either. I mean, honestly, I tend to blame men men more than anybody else just because I'm a man. And I know how fucking crazy and twisted men are. (laughs) But I trust me, I know. There's some fucked up women too. I've dated a cr- couple of crazy bitches myself. Okay. So I get it. But n- neither side is all good. I just tend to lean into the men a little bit more because I know inside sources. <laughs> but yeah, it just uh, kind of boggles the mind that so many go to shit. And uh, I do think, you know, there's things that could be done to prevent a lot of it, but I don't think you can explain all of them. And sometimes maybe it really is a great couple and they just fall out of love. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know this much. I know this much. I am damn lucky to have who I have because the wife and I, we, we, we got a pretty good thing going and uh, I'm happy, happy for it. So But we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into some fucking news going on around the country world, whatever. Yeah, we'll be right back. So, not a ton for news today, but I do want a little spend a little bit of time on this on this Vladimir Putin 
interview, the Putin interview that NBC did. Um, but before I get to that, I did have planned a little something for the show. Because for my fantasy football podcast, when we have guests, Aaron Stewart and I, the March Heron, may have remember him. He's been on this podcast a couple of times. But Mr. Aaron and I, when we do our fantasy podcast, we like to bring guests on. And when we do, I tend to create games to play on air. And I said, I need to get a fucking prize wheel. So I have, I need a wheel. And so I ended up getting one and I'm so excited. It's here. It's so awesome. It's a dry erase one. So I can just, so I got one set up for me and Aaron for our fantasy podcast, which we'll be recording later on. And I really wanted to use it for this pod. For shits and giggles. Just because I have it and I'm excited to use it. Just write topics on there, spin it, and talk about whatever topic that comes up. But I had already had some stuff in mind for the week and things like that. And I didn't want the pod to go too damn long. So a little bit of a short news section. Maybe a little shorter second segment of the pod. But that's okay, because next week we're going to have fun. Next week, we'll do the prize wheel thing. It's just the wheel. Topic wheel. That's what it's going to be. The topic wheel thing. We're going to get into that. Spin the fucking wheel. Land on a top. I I know it doesn't make it that much better. But this way, I'm not just going to go with some like long, drawn-out monologue. Like, I'll bounce from topic to topic. Yeah. We'll see. We'll try it out. We'll try it out, right? Right? Anyway, back to the news. Back to Putin. Putin. What a real fucking jackass. I I love his I've done nothing wrong attitude. (laughs) Like everything with Alexei Navalny, uh, like, and then in this interview, he claims he's not being treated any different than any other prisoner. I have a hard time fucking believing that. And man, man. That dude really likes him some Trump, doesn't he? Let's just take a look at that. Let's just take a look at this. Here is some of the shit he was talking about in this interview. He's talking about the January 6th Capitol riot. And at this point, he was talking about basically the police treatment of civilians. And he said, hey, you police target civilians for political reasons as well. But he was talking about the Capitol rioters. (laughs) What he said, the way he looks at it, is that, uh, yeah, yeah, they weren't rioters. They were just civilians there with political demands. He must be forgetting about the guys that were in there with weapons and like, uh, you know, the zip tie handcuffs and things like that. Must be totally forgetting about all that shit, right? Yeah, they were just there with demands. No, they were there to start some shit. I think he said something about the, they weren't there for some laptop because they, you know, stole a lap. No, I don't know. But he seemed to be upset over the Ashley Babbitt killing. 
And this is all falling in line with Trump and his supporters and their beliefs. Because they were all upset about Ashley. But no, it's totally cool when cops <clears throat> when cops kill a black guy during a traffic stop. Well, he shouldn't have resisted. He should have complied. But this bitch Ashley Babbitt's breaking into the fucking Capitol with all these motherfuckers and is shot and killed. And they're acting like, oh, poor war, woe is her. Like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You get the fuck out of here with that. Any of those people that were rioting that day were taking the risk of getting shot. A black dude being stopped for some traffic violation and ended up dead. And sure, there's bound to be some obviously, that are the fault of the person in the act. But we've seen too much now. We know. We know. It's just, so Putin is obviously playing into the rights sympathies, the rights beliefs, the Trumpers. And it's crazy. Because I'd love to know if some motherfuckers broke into the Russian capital, what he'd have with, with some, as he put it, political demands. I would like to know how he'd handle that. He also used the new, I noticed he used the term fake news. Where have you heard that before? Oh, that's right. Trump. That's right. And a lot of the right. Yeah. yeah. Fake news. Okay. So another guy that says fake news. But he, he's just, you got to believe Russia has a lot to do with our problems. Is shit like this. In this interview, what Putin's doing is pushing, pushing false narratives, beliefs. It, and he's, he's, he's pushing dissent upon us because... He's just he's just going all in into the right's mindset. The, like I said, playing to their sympathies. It's a Russian version of Trump. Really, this is why Trump was such a big fan of Putin. Putin, he wants to be what Putin is. Essentially a dictator. One who, yeah, fake news and jails people for criticizing him. And like he has, I can't even remember. I talked about it on one podcast a while back. But fucking Putin's basically got his own group of like thugs that go around and like fucking deal with anti-Putin people. Kind of like Proud Boys. He's got his own like Proud Boys. But these people actually fucking are a lot more, I guess, violent, (laughs) aggressive. Uh, I mean, you got to think. 
that have a lot to do with the problems here. And it's scary to think even more that the way Trump looks up to him and everything, like it, it like if Trump had found a way to stay in power, if he somehow finds a way back into power, like that's the future we can look forward to. And if you see Putin, you see sentiments of other dictators. You see the similarities. Can I say sentiments? Because <laughs> even, even his stance on Black Lives Matter seemed like he agreed he could understand the purpose, he, it, it, but he didn't agree with extreme activity, extreme activity. It's funny that he would think a large portion of BLM would be extreme, would be, you know, doing extreme activity. But the Capitol riot to him was not extreme activity. Breaking into the Capitol was okay. I just. You can see where Trump learned some of his shit. It's right there in this fucking interview. You can totally see. He didn't get it from Trump. (laughs) Trump totally. I mean, you had to think, you know, he spent time talking to him. Trump did to Putin. So, you know, there was some shit said. It's it's, it's just. mm. Just blows my fucking mind. And, not enough, and people aren't seeing the, the issues. They call us sheep. Sheep. I know I say that a lot, but fuck's sake. It's just crazy. It, I'm, I just wish I could express enough how, how insane if you just refresh your mind on history, specifically dictators specifically hitler because just the way he got into power like uh, you oh i'm telling you i mean i i think there's a very good chance that we're in a good spot now because we got him the fuck out of there we'll see what happens with all his legal charges but hopefully he doesn't have a shot at running in 24 if not, we need the, the rock to run. I mean, if he if Trump runs, Democrats got to put the rock up there. <laughs> We've talked about, I've got some way better ideas for president. If we're, if we're going to go the celebrity route, you know, because the rock's been mentioned because he's, he's talked about it himself. He's been asked, but so I'm thinking of some people that haven't been talked about, haven't been mentioned. And yeah, we could totally, totally just stick with the rest of the, we should just get the fucking undertaker to be president, right? Why not? Can you imagine the press conferences and the presidential speeches? He'd just be coming to the podium like, dong, dong, 
I can't remember the fucking theme song. Anyway, you know what I mean? The smoke and the fire and the druids. Oh, the druids. That'd be pretty great. It'd take them like two hours to say like five sentences because of how he talks. In my health care plan. Yeah, I think it'd work. Who the fuck would want to fuck with us if the Undertaker was president? I mean, WWE's done shows in the Middle East. They know who the fuck he is. There's no fuck. They ain't fucking with it. No, no. If there's any remnants, you know, whatever is left of like the 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 ISIS's and, and Al-Qaeda's of the world. Anything left of terrorist groups like that, they'll just be fucking, they'll hear that shit and they'll be like, okay, nope, nope. And we braid them in each other. Hello? No, no. No, now, no. They now have dead man from underworld as president. Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. Cancel all plans. That's right, yes. You have to, right? It's the fucking dead man. It's the fucking dead man. <sighs> it's what we should do. I'm all about it. I mean, The Rock, okay. But The Undertaker? Yeah, yeah. We could roll with that. We could roll with that. But yeah, I just... When you look throughout history, you can see that there are patterns. I mean, there's there's a reason the same, whatever the fuck it is. If you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. I don't know why I can never remember that. And I always forget to Google it. And look, let's just do it now. Let's do it right fucking now. What is the exact, exact co- quote? Those who do not know history, that's not it. Oh, it is those who don't. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, it says it's misquoted. Well, okay. Those that fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Right. That is the correct quote, and that makes perfect fucking sense. And I feel like so many, so many have not fucking learned. But we move on. We move on, right? Because we got to keep going. Got to keep pushing for the things that we believe in. Because that side, that other side, the right. And again, this is coming from a guy who up until about 2015 was pretty fucking neutral. Because I think the two-party system is archaic and a fucking joke. And we can do better. Like many other... It's just like anything else in this fucking country. We're way behind other developed countries. And we're sitting here. And they've got... The politicians have half the country fucking believe in that. Oh, no, we're cool. That's why we're cool. Because we're different. Like, no. That sucks, dude. So many. 
have free healthcare, free college education. We're still fucking doing what we're doing. Two-party system, just another fucking example of that, okay? Just another fucking example. And so I've never really particularly been huge for either side. I voted both ways. Of course, I did vote Republican when I was much younger. God damn, how do I turn that shit off on my computer? It's connected to my phone. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. So I did, I've just been pretty in the middle. And I don't like, I don't even like the titles or anything like that. Republican, Democrat, whatever. Donkey, elephant, red, blue. I, I, I just, liberal, conservative, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to put a title on my goddamn beliefs. All right? That, that, that's just me. So I don't subscribe to any of that shit. I just know what I believe in. Now, I explain what I believe in, and you'd go, yeah, you are definitely a fucking liberal. <laughs> and that's okay. Call me whatever the fuck you want, but it doesn't matter to me. I don't call myself a liberal. I don't call myself anything. I think it's stupid. It's too many. That's just, yeah. More and more mechanisms for division. So, yeah, I, I just, and how, and seeing what I've seen over the past several years and Black Lives Matter movement, that's just one of them that really gets me that there's so many people against it. And as I mentioned, they're trying to change the language. It's, it's funny shit. George Carlin talked about it once when he's like, funny language. Yeah, funny fucking language when they're trying to uh, say protesters are basically rioters. So peaceful protesters. Was there some riots and shit? Yeah. Was that a, every single protest? No. And a lot of changes come through, right? I mean, we, I, I just, it, it blows my mind. All of this. And it continues to go. But that's why I say, that's why I side much more with the liberal left side. They care about black lives. And I'm not saying every single left politician, I'm not even, I'm just people in general who are of those titles, liberal, Democrat, they are the types that believe in equality for all. For the LGBT, I know I always fuck that up when I try and say it, but in general, gay community, for that entire community, for black lives, for every minority, for women, for women's rights, like it just everything. I just see the right now as a joke. Something as simple as the, you know, the abortion argument. Because they contradict themselves constantly. This is another fucking example, right? It, it totally is. So you think 
that all lives are precious, right? And that's why you don't want women to have abortions, right? Because all lives matter. But then when they talk about Black Lives Matter, you don't give a shit. And then when you talk about welfare, food stamp, things like that, you attack all that shit. Um, any kind of government assistance to help people. So you're saying, yeah, you need to have that fucking kid no matter what. No matter what. And we don't give a fuck what happens after that. So if you really want to be pro-life, you care more about welfare and things like that. But they've got the people on the right convinced, politicians. That's handouts. That's freebies. This is America. You got to work for that shit. So there you go. It's just fucking perfectly divided. And it's insane. But it's, you know. There were some things maybe I didn't quite see. Maybe I wasn't quite paying enough attention. I mean, I, I mean, I was dealing with uh, plenty of my own shit off an alcoholic land for a while there. So, and it wasn't too much after I sobered up and get, felt in a comfortable space. Uh, and then, you know, <clears throat> the idea of Donald Trump running for president was upon us. So something I've definitely politics and whatnot gotten into as I got sober, but I, I sober up and something else I talked about during my addiction story where, you know, I never, it's, it's that, uh, arrested development. You, you just, you never get that chance to truly mature and find out who you are, uh, because you never really experience like your full youth and things like that. And, I'd have to look up the exact definition of arrested. <laughs> so basically what I'm saying though, you know, and so it wasn't until a couple of years in the sobriety, if even maybe three, four that I felt like, okay, I'm like comfortable with who I am, who I see in the mirror, all of that, you know, and this, I think for me, was just another step was then once I figured myself out, trying to think about the world and other people and really getting into paying attention to politics and saying, oh, okay, well, at least the majority of the people on this side, <clears throat> they think a lot like I do. Majority of people on that side are fucking idiots and assholes. <laughs> That's how I look at it. I have family that I don't talk to anymore because of this shit. Why? And that's, it's my choice. I believe in certain shit that much, but to me, I'll give you voting for Trump in 2016. I'll give you that. Okay. A lot of Republicans were going to vote Republican. A lot of people didn't like Hillary. I, I mean, I wasn't a fan either. I didn't fucking vote. It was the one time I didn't vote. I'll be honest with you, everybody, full transparency. Because I, I didn't want to, I was pissed. Because it was probably the election I cared the most about in my life because I was not only old enough, but sober enough and new enough to fight. Yeah. And I'm like, these are the fucking candidates. Get the fuck out of here. I was like, no longer am I going to waste a vote on some stupid shit. And then I, I was really upset because I noticed afterward that that there was a group of people that had uh, uh, voted for Harambe, the the gorilla from you know the zoo accident, and so I was like, God damn it! I would have added another vote for fucking Harambe if I would have known about that shit. So I was bummed. 
should have voted. <sighs> Went back to voting. <laughs> I sure fucking did. Joe Biden, thank you. Wasn't the biggest fan, but anybody but Trump. Because to me now, there's clearly a lesser of two evils. Very, very, very fucking clearly. And, you know, there's going to be, I know some people that are Republicans or conservative and are not all in on the Trump shit and things like that. So it's not all of them. It's not everybody. But man, you see a very strong contingent, even in politics, even some the politicians. And a lot of that is probably they think Trump's running this party now and they don't want to piss him off. I just, it's a fucking mess. This country's a mess. Biden's starting, you know, he's done, he's starting off right. He's done some good shit. He's trying to try and help us put some shit back together. But, uh, you know, we got a ways to go. And it's only a few more years till another election. (laughs) Oh, shit, 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 shit. But, They've done a great job of dividing us in general, the, uh, those in power. And that the Black Lives Matter, it's a, just a huge example of it. There's, it's even happened recently. You had the death of 32-year-old Winston Smith. As two deputies approached him um, with a warrant for illegal possession of firearms. Of a firearm, sorry. So there's conflicting stories about what happened. It, it was hard to find deep factual details on it, what I would consider factual details. So investigation pending, I suppose. We'll see what happens with this, but it's just another case of this happening. And, you know, we're going to get any of these far-right extremists or, I don't know, the assholes that go and do these um, mass shootings? We're going to fucking catch any of these people? Are they all legal gun owners? Maybe. Like, it, it just... So then <clears throat> you have another black man killed by cops and of course that brings out the protests and here we have once again a car driving into protesters this time a woman died three more injured or four something like that but i mean this shit happened a lot in 2020 people driving into and you see is it another case i mentioned earlier they're changing the fucking language Some states actually have it legal where if there are quote unquote rioters, not protesters, rioters in the way and you fear for your safety, you can drive through the crowd of rioters. Rioters, protesters, is this dude going to get away with it? He claimed they were rioters and he was scared for his life. But that's what they're doing. It's just like with the election stuff. 
make it out to be like election integrity bills. Like they're trying to keep shit, you know, funny stuff from going on. When in reality, they're just making it difficult for a lot of a certain group of people to vote. And this is fucked. So that, that's what they do. That's what. This is a. Uh, just feels like the country's such a fucking mess. Old Joe can only do so much. He's doing all right so far. He's got to keep it up for another few years and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, The Undertaker runs for president. (laughs) I remembered it. I fucking remember the theme song. Anyway, okay. All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) Oh. What the hell? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Computer going crazy on me with the music. With the music. I'm not ready for the music yet, but it is. It is about time to fucking blow this tea party. That's right. And get the hell out of here. I'm gonna go watch some TV, eat some foods. You know me. That's usually that's a, that's a, the you know the post podcast ritual. I gotta go. Yeah, eat some food. Watch some TV. I've been digging me some Secret of the Skinwalker Ranch, some more of that shit. That is a hell of a good show. It just keeps getting interesting. I, I really badly, I'd take my wife. There's no way she'd fucking go with me. I'd have to have someone go with me. I think I could probably do it by myself. I mean, as far as like the courage to go places there by myself, I think I could handle that. It would be more... Uh, documenting stuff i don't think i could do a very good job documenting it while doing it so i think two people would be better for that reason maybe my subconsciously i i am a little nervous about something like that who knows who knows couldn't tell you i feel like i could do it but it'd be fun it's a i just love that stuff anything you dig into the skinwalker ranch stuff whatever it is you'll just love it love it love it love it and then i also was watching previously and i was like man i should have watched this when i was on shroomies and that's mr bean mr bean is some of the funniest shit i still any bean fans out there i still love mr bean i i try not to watch it a lot because obviously the actual show of the entire collection there's only so much right and he's got some other things in the movie but like that that TV series was fantastic, but again, there's only so many episodes. I've seen them all quite a few times, so it's not something I can watch a ton. I have to give it a while before I watch it because then it's at its most maximum funny that it can be for me, you know. You know. So yes, if you get a chance, good old Mr. Bean, eat some shrooms and watch the Bean. I highly suggest it. You know, if you're an adult, of course. If you're an adult and you don't got shit to do, day off of work, right? And you're just hanging out, no responsibilities, and you're like, let's fuck this, let's watch, watch some bean, eat some shroomies. It's a plan. Hit me up on the Twitter. 
at RMK Madness or the gram at RMK Madness. That's right. Hit me up on one of those. Send me a message. Be like, hey, you free today, bro? You want a trip and eat some mushrooms? And I will be like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And then we could just, I mean, not together, obviously, but then we could just you in your space, me in my space. We could just communicate back all day. How you doing, man, with your bean and your mushrooms? I'm doing great, bro. Doing great. Feeling good. Feeling fucking good. I just watched Mr. Christmas or Miss Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. See, I'm fucking it up because of all of mushroom. <laughs> yeah, the Christmas one, all that shit's so funny. <sighs> I got to watch that one now. Yeah. So hit me, up. Yeah, hit, hit, hit me up if you plan on eating some shroomies and watching some bean. And as you can tell, I'm actually not recording this late at night like I normally do. It's recording during the day. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of outside noise that I have to deal with. <sighs> but it happens. It happens. It happens. Every once in a while, I got to record during the day. And it's just not, the audio is just not quite as nice. One of these days, we'll have a house. That's right. And I'll have my own little studio. I'm going to have a badass little area. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Probably next summer. Probably got one more year at this place. Some of a bitch. 2020 put us a little bit. As, as many people, you know, as many people. But anyway, anyway. Okay, it's time to get the fuck out of here. It's time to go, you know. But thank you for joining. I do appreciate every single one of you. And hey, much love, as always, as always. And don't forget, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad, because all the best of us are. That's right. We'll chat again soon. Enjoy your week. And until next time. Hot top for now.